Welcome to the Reckoning Podcast, where we stoke a campfire, gather around, and have real-life conversations with old friends, new friends, professionals, and just shoot the shit. Reckoning all things from hunting, outdoors, beauty, entrepreneurship, relationships, life, and more. It's all just a reckoning. Hello, hello. That was kind of intense. (laughs) We are in the first full week of, what are we in? September. Can you feel it? The breeze. There's a little bit of a breeze and it feels a little crisp here in Utah, although it's still in the 90s. So, yeah, no. Uh, I am sitting down to have another solo episode. It surprised me you guys like these, so that's great. I can sit down and do a quick little solo episode um, and kind of fill you on on either what's happening or what questions I'm getting a lot of or anything that I feel inspired to talk to you about. You know, (laughs) it's funny that I asked on Instagram if there was anything that you wanted to hear about and then, you know, we get two weeks into school and kids get sick. It, I swear it happens every year. Does it happen to anyone else's kids? So hopefully we're past the the cold. It was just a cold, luckily. The doctor said there's lots of colds, viruses, and strep throat going around. So we got past that. <sighs> they are back in. It's my first full day. Back to just me and back in the flow of things. It was really, really weird having... Um, both kids go to school full-time. I know I talked about that I was going to really hit the ground running when they were in school because then it was, I could focus on my business. Um, And if you don't know what I do, I run an online business management and marketing company, plus this podcast and the website. I was able, or am able to do that now while the boys are at school and I can work those set hours. And then when they're home, I get to be mama. And honestly... I am so fucking proud of myself because I am finally here. I was talking to my sister about it and that is what honestly the last couple years I've been working towards is I did not want to have to go to a nine to five soul sucking job (laughs) once the kids started school and I knew that I would have my days open. I love working. I always have. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. They would ask me in school, do you want to be? And I'd be like an entrepreneur and they're like, okay, what kind? And and I'm like, I don't know. I just don't want someone to boss me around. I know that much. So I had a moment of gratitude that I had finally made it here. And while I always have bigger goals, who doesn't? I appreciate that. I also did not expect to have this moment. And I don't know if any other moms have felt this way where all this time was building up and building up and building up of the kids going to school. And I was like, hey, finally, like, The kids are going to be in school, both of them all day, and I'm going to have my time to do my thing. It's time. It's time. It's time. Now you can finally go full force on everything that you want to do um, for the podcast and the website. And then it came and it was kind of, (laughs) I didn't expect it to be like a little bit um, like I came to a stance because I found that all of a sudden I had this time. And I had to kind of process my emotions and the fact that, again, I had worked to get to here and now I'm finally here. And it was like, I have all this time. I have all this time and it's okay if the house is quiet. It's okay for me to go get myself a salad and not have to be asking someone if they're hungry. It it took a little bit of adapting. It was weird. It was so weird. So I gave myself that time to figure that out and figure out um, my new 
routine. So and I say that it's funny that you guys, that that came up because I was going through that and I had quite a few questions about kind of my routines and then the balance of work mom life. So LOL, what the fuck is that, right? So I figured I would go through, um, I'm big on routines and I kind of had to go through and I asked myself some questions. I do think when I find myself in a funk that I'm very good at, I can find, um, I can kind of like evaluate myself and my life and where I am and what I know I need. If it's helpful, it sounds like everybody's kind of doing the same thing where they're like in a funk. We're getting ready to go into fall and fall is my favorite season of all time. But it is hard to let go of the sun and like if you suffer from seasonal depression, then you kind of feel that setting in knowing that that's coming almost. I figured I'd walk you through my routine and kind of what that looks like and what I do. As far as my morning routines go, I love mornings. I know some of you want to choke me. But I'm not a night owl. I like literally 6 a.m. I'm your girl. 11 p.m. Nope, not me. Not happening. Nope, not it. So I love my mornings. And for me, mornings are my me time. And the reason why I love my mornings, I'm not always like a morning person that wakes up and is like, go, go, go. I like my mornings because I like to start them slow. So I know if I'm getting up, then I'm getting my me time, my Brit time. I'm getting my cup of coffee, which sounds really good right now, a cup of coffee. I'm getting time to slowly wake up. I'm not getting like slammed right into the day and the chaos and questions and right into mom mode, work mode. So I like, that's why I like my mornings. I like, I like the quietness before the day has started and it's just very refreshing. So here's kind of like my ritual. I would say I have more of a ritual than a routine because it doesn't always it's not like set in stone. It's kind of, this is what I love and it's my ritual. So I always have my cup of coffee. I always chug a big thing of water before I have it. And then I make my cup of coffee. We just got the Ninja coffee maker, which <laughs> was really good for the first couple of cups. And then Cody was like, what in the hell is wrong with our coffee? Cause we use black rifle coffee, which is amazing. They're a veteran owned company. Highly suggest them. Um, and we've always loved them because we've been, and we've been perking our coffee in the percolator for the last couple of years, but then we needed to, we decided we wanted to be able to wake up to the pot of coffee, um, and have it done so that if for some reason Cody woke up late, then he could have his pot of coffee on him with him on the go. So, cause he wakes up very early, so he doesn't start a morning ritual. <laughs> so just FYI, if you get the Ninja, super good. I figured out you have to calibrate it for a high altitude. So who knew? So if you are in a high altitude, <laughs> calibrate your coffee maker. Who knew? Now it's making delicious coffee and I really like it because I can make me, I can make this big pot. I can make a little one. I can make specialty coffees, kind of like an espresso, but that's not an espresso. And it's got the frother on the side. You guys know how I feel about a coffee and also just making a drink. There's something that just goes hand in hand, like of sipping and being cozy to me. Anybody else? So I make my coffee. Um, right now I'm making it with, like I said, the AK Espresso by Black Rifle Coffee Company. And then I'm frothing my Fairlife milk. And I've also, because I'm your basic fall bitch, I've been putting a shot of, I think it's pumpkin caramel syrup in there and then top it with a little cinnamon and a little sea salt 
Yep, I'm gonna be making that in a minute. So I have my coffee. I can just see it. And the sun is like barely coming up or it's still a little dark. The sun's rising. I can look out and I can see the mountains. And I'm either sitting in my office or in my bed. I like to find a cozy spot. So I'm all about my setting. I love to have like a blanket. I like to have my little heater going or I'm back in my bedroom. But I'm perked up. Perked up. Perch. What would you call that? I am set upright. Um, and my, I'm one of those obnoxious people. I make my bed too because I like the setting. And then I'm journaling or writing. So I've gotten questions on like my journal or writing and that's more or less, I guess I could like, what is my outline? So I have a spiral book and it's like, it's not a big notebook, but it's not a little one. You know what I'm saying? I'll link it below. And I like to go through, and I'm someone that loves to write things down. I like to write a to-do list, and that's just the way I like, I brain dump. It gets shit out of my brain. I'm anxious. So I write down the date, and I like, I've had things where I have it printed, and I have um, a to-do list or a journal writing page that you can print out from my website. However, I just really love the act of pen to paper. So I write the date. And then I write three things that I need to do personally and dinner and my little squares and my check mark because there's nothing better than marking something off, you know, you know, and then I figure I either figure out dinner or I know it's going to be looking at me and I need to. A lot of times I usually can figure out dinner based off of like, does anybody else look at the weather and figure out dinner? Like, is it going to be cool? Is my day really, and I can look at my day, is my day going to be really busy? Is it something that I need to get something out now? Do I need to do a slow cooker? Things like that. That's why I like doing that. And then after the, that, I write good vibes or like prayers. And so then I put somebody there and I can either ponder on it for a minute or I've done it. And then I write my feel good. So how am I going to set the mood for today? So that's either like a specific playlist I want to listen to or an audible book. Um, how am I going to set my mood? So it's usually like a reminder of like, okay, this is what I want my day to feel like. And then I write grateful for. And I would I write a good section of what I'm grateful for. I'm literally brain dumping. I'm not acting as if someone's going to come back and read this. It literally, most sometimes it's like the cup of coffee, getting up early, me time. Um, yesterday, this weekend, things that it's just a literal brain dump of what I'm grateful for. And some days it's a lot and sometimes it's really deep. And other times, like I said, it's like a cup of coffee and I'm glad that like my house is clean, <laughs> but I try and write at least a paragraph or two about what I'm grateful for. And then I write goals and these goals are goals that are continuing to change, but also ones that are, that I've been writing down for years or a couple months and it's really really cool to look back like I was saying to look back at things um from a year ago and I wrote down my goals in general just like goals a page about that and to see those being checked off um achieved or built upon so I love writing down my goals every day and this is a really good reminder for myself personally um as a business owner what I want to achieve and it helps start my day of like I'm not starting in the like, I'm too tired or start with excuses. I'm seeing these things and it's really setting my mind up for the day of like why I need to get the shit done that I need to and or I don't know, it just lightens me. So I write down my goals. Like I said, they're business goals. There's also personal goals and family goals. And I write about a paragraph of those 
And then underneath that, I write the high vibe. And that's a high vibrant. So these are words that basically are my highest self that describe me when I'm feeling my best. So when I'm performing my best, what is she doing? And I write these down. And again, these are kind of those self-check moments when I'm like, okay, I need to make sure things like moving, tracking what I'm eating because I know I'm feeling better when I'm doing that. Progress over perfection, which is really big for me. Sometimes I have to remind myself to be loving and calm and patient. Saying, you know, things like you're organized, things like that. Those are when I know I'm performing my best. So I write down my high vibe things and that really, really in the morning, like checks yourself. And often throughout the day from just writing these down, my mind personally goes back to these and I check myself continually throughout the day. Or when I look at my to-do list, I'm like, oh yeah, bitch, you better move. Or like, okay, it's time to like calm down, be living, like loving and calm, be patient things like that. So I highly recommend going through. I'm trying to think of who said this. I wish I could find, I think it's part of like stoicism is figuring out who your vibes are or like your pillars. I know um, Ed Milet is big on figuring out your pillars of what makes you you and even writing down what makes you a high vibe, best performing you when you are at your happiest what are the words that describe you and what are you doing? And then what things are you like your lowest, your worst performing? Like for me, I'm easy to like binge something. So I'm like a big binge reader or like binge watcher. And I know if I get stuck in a binge, it's easy for me to get depressed because I'm not moving my body, if that makes sense. So that's when you can kind of look at those things. And when you find yourself doing these things, when you're not performing well or feeling your best are you in which which column? Are you at your highest vibe or your lowest? So those are kind of what I do. If you know me, you know I cannot mention my routine without mentioning Mountain Ops. We're big fans over here. It truly is part of my routine, part of my regimen. It's an essential for me. I, most days, have their Mountain Ops ammo. It's a low-carb protein for lean muscle build with 19 grams of protein. It's a great meal replacement. has four and a half servings of real fruits and vegetables, and it tastes amazing. You also know part of my routine is winding down at night. If I'm not having a glass of wine, I love my Mountain Ops slumber. It truly helps put mama to bed. <laughs> it's calming. It's It's got that ritual of sipping on something and it's great for recovery. Mountain Ops has so many incredible supplements that you got to check out. We have our favorites listed on the website. What I love even more about this company is they are just good people, a company with core values, a company worth supporting. Why? With each purchase, 2% is given to conservation and they conquer hunger. One nutritious meal is prepared for a child in need. That in itself is worth it. So to shop our favorites and to support the show, go to the reckoningpodcast.com forward slash MTN dash OPS. Again, that's the reckoningpodcast.com forward slash MTN dash OPS. Back to the episode. So again, I'm to reiterate what my, my journaling, my writing looks like. And I will tell you when I'm consistent with this, I'm not only feeling better as like inside as like a person, but my performance in my business and just like my physical aspect does much better. So I wrote it. So again, I write down my day. I write down the three things I need to do. I write down dinner and then I fill in the dinner. I write my good vibes or prayers. 
my mood, my feel good, I say feel good, my grateful for with a big paragraph, goals, and then high vibe. Um, maybe I can like outline this. But yeah, so that is kind of how I start my morning routine. And then by then I'm wrote that down. I've either kind of sat and listened to some music while I write it down, just something low, like something chill um, or moody. I like moody. And then I've sat and just kind of, I'm awake and I've set the tone for my day. Um, and again, things happen, but being able to look at that can help kind of put me back into that state, even as things go about. And it's also a good reminder of like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I need to keep pushing forward. Yeah, which then leads into like, right, then I got to get the kids up. So it leads into the balance. I say that in quotations for work mom life. <laughs> and I think there's a really good quote from Tim Grover. And he basically says to be balanced has to be at zero. So why would you want to be balanced at zero? Um, so in my eyes, there's nothing as far as balance goes. You've got to decide what is, what things require my attention and what does not best serve myself or my family and letting those go or, uh, you know, giving those to somebody else, someone that can do better at that or that I can pay to do that. So I think that's the biggest thing. I'm all about like assessing life and yourself so like I said, I've let go of balance and I decide, are there things that need to require my attention that need me and what things do not best serve myself or my family? So I think letting go of balance is very freeing. The next thing is I map out my week and then I get based on like, okay, this needs to get done and even further. So I'll look at like the quarter, right? I always work backwards. So like look at the year, then look at the quarter, look at the month then look at the week and then break down that into chunks. So I map out my week because I've already mapped out, you know, the next quarter. So I know what I mean. If you're looking that far ahead, and this is again when like my OBM kicks in, you're looking that far ahead. You know what you need to be working on this week to be ahead so you're not stressed, which is big. And then I get macro with, okay, this is what I need to get done this week. And then I break it down into chunks each day. And I know what's priority and what needs to get done. What's going to, here's the other thing. I get the shit done. I don't want to get done first because if you're like me, it's, it's a nags, nags, nags at you. So what needs to get done today? What is going to make you feel better to get done? That's a big thing. And then what can be done next week? And that's where doing, you know, your quarter, your month, and then your weeks is helpful. And this also comes into play with looking at, you're not only looking at your business, but looking at your families to do. So planning vacations or like for us, we're getting into the hunting season. So I made sure, you know, in June and July that I was mapping out not only my hunts, but Cody's hunts, any hunts that we were going to be helping on. So that that way I knew for both business and personal, how I needed to work things around that. So things were still getting done and there wasn't an excuse to not be doing things. Um, same goes for like kids' games, football games, whatever, uh, and their sports and their extracurricular activities. So then you're working around that. With that, I will also say you need to put in time for yourself. And this is why it's important to map everything out is either give yourself a full day, 
to where it's just you day, whether you're doing stuff at home or you are taking yourself on a date or you're having creative time or a day with your girlfriends, whatever's important to you and making sure you plan that into your week. And if you plan that into your week, then there's no reason why you can't do it and you don't need to feel guilty about it. When I'm looking at business stuff and how I need to decide what's going to get done, I decide what's going to give me the most ROI in work and life with joy. ROI means return of investment. So I'm making sure that if I'm going to be busy and working, that it is with a purpose because it is so easy, especially when you work for yourself, to do things that you feel like you need to do for your business, but there's no ROI. So I check myself a lot on that because I'm really trying to make progress over perfection. And that can oftentimes come um, with it is needing to look at the ROI. And with life as well, like I said, going back to what requires my attention and doesn't serve myself or my family best. It's gotten to the point where, you know, like I need to make sure that my house is clean before I start my work day. That is going to have a return investment in work and life because I'm organized. I'm not worrying about it. Same goes for my family. Things are where they need to find them. They have a clean space to hang out and so forth. So ways that you can do this and incorporate this into your own life would be <laughs> we so oftentimes forget to like utilize our kids and that they're getting old enough that they need their own responsibilities. So you don't need to take on, on it all. I know a lot of times I can feel very suffocated in the fact of like, I have so much to do for work and personal and just being a mom and a wife uh, and doing my own thing. And then also there's all the house stuff on top of it, right? So don't forget to utilize the kids with like chore charts, things like that. Sometimes it's something as simple as a chore chart, even for yourself, like, okay, this week, or this day is what I do X for the house. Do things the night before. This is always big. It's so nice to wake up in the morning and have things functioning the way they're supposed to. Set up a routine for not only yourself, but your kids. I'm so big on routines. You don't have to have like a set schedule, just a routine, a regimen. Make sure that, you know, you're getting up, you're starting your day, and you guys have your flow. It, the flow will make things so much easier and give yourself enough time and your family enough time to flow instead of being so rush, rush, rush and ask for help. I know this is something that I'm awful at and just asking for help. You don't have to do it all. Like I just said, ask for help in your partner or from somebody else. Delegate. Do not be afraid to get delegate. If someone is better at doing something than you are, you don't have to take it all on. It's okay to spend money on things that are going to save you time, money, energy, something you could do to be spending more time with your family, more time in your business. You have to look at like, okay, I make X amount of money. If I was to do this hourly and this is what it would cost me at my wage for the way that I charge somebody, is it going to be cheaper, worth my time, worth my energy to have somebody else do it? Don't be afraid to spend money on the things that are going to end up saving you time and energy later. I also know from like an entrepreneurial stance, the more money I've invested into myself and my business, the more money I've ended up making. 
My dad always said, you got to spend money to make money. And I think if you were doing it correctly and investing in yourself and your business, then that will be tenfold. And you'll see that you continue to make those that growth that maybe you were feeling you were at a stance with. Same thing when it comes to taking the time to teach somebody or train somebody so that you can eventually have that time back. You know, spending that time to invest in yourself and somebody learning and doing is going to be worth the time that you're going to get back in the end. Now you've got everything kind of planned outside of actually working. You've mapped everything out. Again, map out personal life, work, look ahead and work your way back. And now you're actually in the midst of working. And specifically for me, I work for myself from home. Um, and these are things that work for me. You can take what may work for you, uh, whether you're working in the corporate world or whatnot. Um, and the way I stay productive and work smart, smart <laughs> quotations, uh, the biggest thing that works best for me is time batching. And by this, I mean, I'm not even necessarily doing um, a big chunk of time on things. Sometimes it's even doing stuff on certain days of the week, just so I'm focused on that meeting. I'm taking my calls. I'm doing recordings on certain days. So that way I'm just in that flow. And then I'm setting time aside to do that. And people know, you know, certain days of the week are the things that I'm working on things. I know for my own sake, having that routine, same with like with your kids, having that routine, it creates a habit and it gets that flow to where everything is forming around that. And you know, you know, Thursdays are the days that I'm sitting down and I'm writing copy. That's when I have to do that. It's due before Fridays. That's what works best for me. And you're in that flow and it's working. Then you're working and focus just on that. With that, take away the distractions. If you need to, you need to go put your phone in the other room, do it. Put on, I've said this before, you can set timers on your social media accounts, your email account if you're checking it too often as a big reminder like hey big ding dong get off you've already been on here for 15 minutes today you don't need those distractions there's also something really great about being able to get your fucking shit done and then later at night you can sit down and you can read a book and know that you have busted your ass all day and now it's time to zone out so put away your distractions get your shit done there's things to do you can enjoy later the next thing that I think is super helpful and people often forget the power of just setting an alarm. I don't, does anyone else have like a list of alarms in their phone? It's really helped form our routine and it helps, it helps keep you accountable. So for me, I know even just, again, I'm a mom and part of our life is getting the kids to school or to practice and things like that. So I have alarms for myself because I'm someone, I know myself, I will be anxious if I'm running late. Um, and if everybody, I don't like being in a state of like panic and making myself panic and then the kids panic. I don't like that. I like to be, you know, like, okay guys, we got 15 minutes. All right, we got five more minutes. Okay, let's go. Like, I know I'm giving us a buffer. I like working with a buffer. So I have alarm set for obviously like my time to wake up, wake the kids up, 
okay, an alarm goes off, it's time to go to school, giving us 15 minutes to get out of the house. So if I snooze it, then I know once it's snoozed, like, okay, guys, it's time to get in. Um, same thing goes for, I have an, a, lunch, a lunch alarm because I don't know about you, but oftentimes I can get so in the flow working, batching things, I forget to eat. And I know it is essential, crucial for me to be eating during the day or I'm going to get freaking hangry and I'm not going to be good for anybody when that three o'clock slump hits. That's when that hits is from me not eating. And I know this personally, and I know I need to force myself to take a break and a breather. So I have an alarm that goes off every day that says, eat your lunch, take a break. Yes, it gets snoozed sometimes, but eventually it's going to bug the shit out of me and I'm going to go and I'm going to eat my lunch and I'm going to take a breather and come back fresh. So things like just setting alarms, um, setting alarms before you've got to get on a meeting or a phone call, things like that can help keep yourself accountable. And I think something as simple as setting an alarm can help with your stress level so that you're not wondering if you're always forgetting something. Same goes with your reminders. Utilize your freaking calendar. If I don't put it in my calendar or set an alarm, I'm going to forget. So don't be afraid to utilize. We have these incredible devices at our fingertips. We need to be using them for more than just taking pictures and being on social media. We need to be using them to stay on track and keeping life simple. They're smartphones for a reason. So we need to be utilizing them for that. There's so many powerful tools. If you need um, some good time track management tools. If you want to use something else besides your Google calendar, that's one of my favorites. Um, you can also use something like Trello or Asana. Those are great. Or if you just want to keep it really simple because you're already using Gmail, you're already using Google, Google Cal, then use Google Docs and you can use little check mark boxes there and create your to-do list and check off that pretty little box. <laughs> Did that just get really dirty? I've been reading too many books. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Forgive me. You know what I mean? Check off that box. You did you did your task. And the last thing, and I think one of the most important things that is also the easiest to forget is to make yourself a fucking priority. It's always going back to the saying, like, you can't help anybody unless you put on your own ask. Holy shit balls. <laughs> you cannot help anybody unless you put on your own oxygen mask. And it's so true. It's so true. So I think when it comes back to the ROI and assessing your your year, your month, your week, you need to put in time for yourself and making yourself a priority. Whether this is going on a hunt, a vacation with your girlfriends, uh, some people, you know, make a daily date for yourself. Is there something that brings you joy? What is your therapy. Maybe it is therapy. Maybe it's going to the gym. Maybe it's taking care of yourself through nutrition. I know for me, it's getting my workout in. I'm naturally an anxious person and I need to get my workouts in. And so I make that a priority because not only do I feel better in a mental state, but obviously like physically it helps. And I know I need to be fueling my body through nutrition because I feel better. And when I start my days, making myself a priority, getting those things done, and I'm keeping track of that. I'm really setting the tone again for my day. And I know that I'm able to go into things with a clear mind. I'm willing or I'm able to be more present. I'm calmer. I'm more loving towards everybody. 
And so making yourself a priority. There's times where you do, you need to sit back and assess yourself. And if you're feeling in a funk and you're somebody that thrives being in nature and you're craving it, then you need to look at your day and say, what time this week, this day, can I go out and I need to go on a hike? I need to be outdoors. I need to, I need to get on the freaking phone and call a friend, talk to my sister, make a big difference in your mental state and taking care of yourself and making yourself a priority. And if you're a parent and you can make yourself a priority, think of the example that you're teaching and the ripple effect you're having on your children as well, showing them that it is important to take care of yourself and your mental state. So many people are so worried about the hustle and the grind that they're forgetting that you need that reboot time because if you're getting so wore down, you're not being the best you're not being strategic, your mind's not there, and there's nothing wrong with taking a break. And I know for entrepreneurs specifically, it's so easy to work 24-7 and then you're wore down, your creativity's gone, your motivation's gone, you no longer have that desire and that fire that you used to have towards something. So if anything, remember and prioritize making yourself a priority. I could get like really, really micro when it comes to like, a workflow and business management. And if that's something you guys want, then I'm happy to do because there's so many things that you can do to assess your business and your life to do that. But these are kind of the basics, the outline that I think will give you a great place to start. I do know that it is very important that we continue to learn and grow. And, you know, whether it's listening to a podcast, um, things like this, just even listening to people around you that you don't be afraid to ask questions. You see that someone does a really good job at doing this or the way that this flows for their life. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask them and learn. It, It doesn't hurt to, you know, take something from something they do and utilize it into your life and what might work best for you. I really wish more people would be willing to learn to... Uh, create a routine and be able to really structure their days and map out their life and how they want it to go and then have the ability to not only learn about it, but hold themselves accountable and execute what they have learned. That's obviously the hardest part of everything is being consistent with executing it. Consistency is one of the most important things and also the hardest (laughs) speaking from experience. But I do think if you can hold yourself accountable to staying strategic with that, when you do that and you're consistent with it for a while and you can feel, you may not even notice how much lighter you are with it, but I'll tell you what, once you're not and you're thrown off your routine, your boat's going to be rocked and you're going to be jumping back on. Because like I said, when you can check yourself it truly, truly, truly makes a difference. So I hope these tips kind of help with creating your routine, whether you know, you're know you working out of the home, you work for yourself or your stay-at-home parent. I think there's probably something for everybody. And I would love to hear if there's something that works for you. Are you big on a routine? Do you have like a little bit of a regimen? I know for me, like I've said, I used to have a strict schedule and while schedules are important, there is something about there's a time and a place for having a time and a place to be, but you do need to have just a routine. Routine is big for humans. It's big for human development. 
And I think if you can just have your routine, things that you hit every day that consistently help you and your mental state is huge. So I would love to hear if there's something you have in your routine, something that I could implement. Cause like I said, I'm always kind of taking and tweaking uh, what works for me personally. Don't forget if you're listening to this podcast and you found something helpful or you know somebody that could benefit from it, take a screenshot and share on social media or just send it to a friend, you know, phone a friend. <laughs> I will check in with you guys next week. As always, please don't forget to subscribe. Give us a five-star rate interview. It seriously helps us more than you know. You can follow me on Instagram at Brittany.long or at The Reckoning Podcast. Tune in next week.